When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of I Think I'm Human Too. I'm very excited. This is ahead of schedule, but technically my first episode shooting in here by myself for I Think I'm Human Too. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that I am in the office space. And if you are just listening in, I'm in the office space. So I'm very excited. Um, the fact that I even have an office space is just so mind-boggling to me, but I am here, but I'm shooting ahead of time. So right now I'm filming for about two weeks out and I have a reason for that. So I've been posting online for quite some time all about how I'm getting a nose job and it's not been a secret. I never keep secrets with you guys anyways, but why I wanted to film this is because so this week's episode like and I'm talking in today's time this week's episode is all about moving across the country and then I will post on my social medias any questions that people might have and then next week I get my nose surgery on Tuesday next week's part two will come out to moving across the country but I'll have filmed that before the nose surgery so this episode will come out I will already have had the nose surgery um, but I really wanted to talk about cosmetic changes, whether it be Botox, fillers, surgeries, whatever the case may be, I want to talk about it now. And I thought of the idea, I was like, you know what? One, I need to be ahead of the game because next week when I'm fresh out of surgery, I'm not going to be able to film or record, nor am I going to really want to be able to talk or probably won't be able to really talk too much. So I kind of wanted to film some stuff now and get it out of the way. But also I was like, okay, then for the part two, after the nose job, I was like, once I am done filming, I want to film the part two and be like, what questions do you guys have per usual? But then I want the part two to be once my nose cast is off. So I thought it'd be kind of cool to film this early. So it's like part one will be before the nose and then part two will be after the nose. So that's kind of like the gist of this episode is I want to talk all about the cosmetic changes, Botox fillers, why do people do it, um, the stigmas around it, the, the procedures I've had done. I want to be open and honest about it. I've always shared on my Instagram primarily every single procedure that I've, not every single, but most procedures I've had done. The only things I haven't shared is um, for a reason I, and it was because I wanted like a longer place to talk about that. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. So before we jump into that, I when this episode comes out, We have already announced that Abby, if you are not familiar with Abby Graves, aka Wabby Rose, she is on TikTok, she's on Instagram, and she is now part of the Human 2 community. So I'm so excited to have her. She is launching, again, she was probably, at this point, she's already, she would have already launched um, what she's calling No Freaking Clue. So Abby and I met in Dallas she is actually signed with the same agency as me. There's a wasp in here, you guys. So if you see me like on YouTube, if you're watching and if you see me kind of tweaking, it's because I'm just making sure I ain't going to get stung. Anyways, um, so Abby reached out to me. She's actually the whole reason I'm even signed with the agency I'm with. She was like, hey, do you have representation? Like I'm with this agency and I follow you. I love you. I brought them up to you. 
they love you. They would like to know if you are interested in working together. So I actually met Abby out of nowhere. She was like, do you want to go to Dallas? And I was like, absolutely. So I literally flew all the way to Dallas. She was like, do you want to share a hotel room? And I was like, not really, but sure. Um, and we shared a hotel room. I really got to know her and I really got to love her. And it's so interesting because when you meet someone online, you're all, or like when you follow someone online and then you meet them in person, you're always skeptical. Like, are you going to be truly who you are online? But something I love about Abby is she's always true to herself. Who you see online of Abby is who you get in real life. So I really appreciated that about her. Then we met in New York a couple of months later. We went for Pride. Then I just saw her again in New York with Savannah. So Savannah and I are good friends with her. We love her. And it's so funny because when we're around Abby, we actually just said to each other at Fashion Week, Abby was like, it's so nice that like, even though in a room full of like all these people, I'm just like very comfortable with you because we're like genuinely friends. So Abby brought up the idea of starting a podcast and I was 1000% on board. And then when Human 2 decided to be, when I was deciding for Human 2 to become what it is, which is housing creators um, and podcasters, I wanted that. Some people have reached out to me online and are like, I just feel like you're oversaturating your content. Like, I feel like you're constantly posting on human too. I feel like I fo- and someone had said, I follow human too. And I will listen. To, I think I'm human too for Catherine. And I respect that. I understand that. And I love that. And I'm appreciative of that. But my vision was to touch as many humans as possible. So although pe- some people might just follow, I think I'm human too's podcast for Catherine. I love that. That's great. But there's probably a lot of listeners who go through their own individual experiences that I have not been through. I do not relate to. I do not understand. I'm never going to speak on because it's just not what's happened in my lifetime. So I've, I've wanted it to become this place where someone wants to start a podcast. They need help. They, they need to figure it out. Sometimes people don't want to run a business. They just want to have a podcast. They want to create the content. They don't know how to edit. They don't know how to upload. They don't know how to outreach. They don't know how to do a ton of different things. And that's where I want human too, as a, as a media company to be a resource for those people, create the content. We'll get it going. We'll get it posted. We'll get it edited. We will take care of everything. All you have to do is just be a human and create the content, talk about what you want to talk about. But so when it came to okay, well, what creators are we going to have on Human 2's team? And I don't mean creators of like, you have to have a million followers to be part of Human 2. That's not what I'm saying at all. But when you are a podcaster, you're a creator. You got to come up with topics. You got to get creative. You got to create the content, right? So I had said, I don't want just anybody to be able to be on Human 2's. I want it to be somebody that's got a story that fits for Human 2's profile. Abby came up with the idea, no freaking clue. And when she brought that to us, I said, that is so perfect for Abby and also for us, for the simple fact of there's so many 20 year olds. Her podcast is about just having no freaking clue, being in your early 20s, flying to New York for a month, going to Dallas for a month, being lost, still living with your parents, spending the, some days on the couch, spending some days in your bed, um, being surrounded by married couples. Your siblings are married with children, your best friend's married. That's all Abby's life. And Abby is just trying to figure it out. She has no freaking clue what's going on in life. And she's just a 20 year old girl just living her life and trying to figure it out. And I was like, I love that because that's so relatable. And I remember being in my early 20s, having no freaking clue and being like, where do I fit in? And unfortunately, I was in 
not a great relationship. I got in with really bad friendships. So it was like, I wish I had that figure to look up to online, but social media wasn't the way it was back in the day that it is now. So when Abby brought that up, I was like, I love it. I love that she wants to travel with her podcast. She's going to take it to New York with her next time she's in New York. She's going to take it to Dallas. She's going to be home in Arkansas with it. She's going to travel and bring it with her. It could be anything. It's, it's really, the world is at her fingertips and I'm so excited to support, encourage, and watch her flourish. It is so amazing. The work that I've put in to be able to house these people and to teach, expand knowledge, and then again, watch them flourish. It is such a turn on to me. Like that's literally just what gets me so excited about life. I've um, posted that before. I'm like, what gets you going in this lifetime? Like what really is just like, it inspires you. It, um, it excites you. And seeing this kind of all unfold, I didn't really think I would sign anybody as fast as we have. I know some people were like, you just kind of did your human two rebrand. You just announced bleep that out. And now we're launching Abby all within really a couple weeks of each other. And if you're one of those people that's like, this is too much, too fast. This is really overwhelming. Preach, sister, preach. But also know that this is my exact goal. I want to reach as many people as I possibly can. I want to, um, I want to see this grow. And was I shocked to see how quickly it grew? Absolutely. Am I overwhelmed? Honestly, no. I'm so excited, and I'm so excited to reach more people. I actually also have a meeting this coming week with somebody else that I'm so excited to like talk to. She's got a whole different perspective on life, and that was my other thing of like. Sometimes in this life, you get titled as something, even if you don't mean to, right? Like, um, I'm a influencer, a content creator, right? Like a wife. And it's like, no, I'm Catherine. Like, I want you to know that I'm a human. Like, let me tell you about what I am and who I am. Let me get to describe and, and tell you my story versus letting online do that or letting you judge off a 30 second video clip of me, which granted you do see pretty much who I really am online, but I really wanted it to be my own story. I want to tell it. I want these other people to come on and tell their side, tell their story. Um, I want to give the voice to the people who, who don't feel like they have a voice. And I feel like it's so empowering to know that everybody has a voice, but when you, when you look at these people online, you're like, Oh, well she's got a million followers. Her voice matters more. And it's like, no, that's, that's not true at all. That's not true at all. Do I have more eyes and more viewers that, um, are constantly watching? Absolutely. Could I definitely sway those people a certain way more than you could sway somebody? Yes, but that doesn't mean that your voice doesn't count. It doesn't mean that you're not going to be heard in this lifetime. It just means I I want to use that platform to talk to more people, to tell them your voice matters. Speak up, talk about things that are important to you. Anyways, so with that, I'm going to, I'm going to get off my little soapbox. I don't know where that wasp went, you guys. I thought I saw him fly, but I'm thinking I might be tweaking and I think I'm just a little paranoid. Okay, hold on, you guys. My husband texts me and if I don't respond to Raphael pretty quick, he's going to call. He's bringing the other chair. Um, again, you'll you'll have already seen this by now, but right now at this current time of filming, I only have one chair in here for bleep that out because we could only fit certain amounts of cars and or um, certain amounts of chairs in people's cars when we... Anyways, so Raphael's going to bring the third one today and then build it for me. So then when Savannah and I come back and film... We will be able to sit together. Okay, so let's jump in to this week's episode and let's talk Botox fillers, cosmetic surgeries. (music) 
if you follow me on social media for quite some time, then you know routine is not my strongest point. Discipline and motivation are two totally different things, but I need to remain disciplined in my routine to stick to a routine. And one of my favorite things to do is take vitamins and supplements, but sometimes when you take too many, I take them in the morning, normally on an empty stomach, and when I take too many of them my stomach starts to get hurting and like I just you know like that vitamin stomach ache that you have and you're like well I'm taking vitamins to feel good but like my stomach hurts one of my favorite things that I found is AG1 so it's just a scoop of powder and it's got over 75 supplements vitamins probiotics minerals all good things and it does not make my stomach hurt which is like the biggest thing to me and on top of that I'm a very big texture girly so if the If there's any powder that's clumpy, gritty, grainy, any of that stuff, I cannot stomach it. It just just is so gross to me. And that's one of my favorite parts about AG1. It is so smooth. The texture of it is literally just like drinking water. And I do have a unique code for Human 2 listeners. So if you guys want to try out AG1, I would highly recommend. It's delivered to you every month. It's super easy. And you just add it to your daily water. So Every morning, just wake up, throw it in your morning water, get your vitamins, supplements, minerals, probiotics, all that in one foul scoop. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com backslash human2. That's drinkag1.com backslash human2. Check them out. There's such a stigma around them right now, and I totally get it. I am 1,000% on your side. I, back in the day, one, let's just start with it's a luxury service. It is a luxury service. It is expensive. It is not feasible everywhere. I don't really have a script of how I want to talk about this because I feel like it's a very controversial topic. Do I think absolutely anybody needs anything done? No. Do I think if you have the option to change something about yourself if you do not like it or if you want it changed do I think you should be able to do that yes but again do I know that it comes at a very expensive cost do I know that it's not anybody and everybody on the street that can inject no yeah I know that so let's start back in the day I started with lip filler I actually was working at um so back just a little story of me if you're not if you're new here I was in accounting before this and I was in contractual accounting. So that means that say somebody was going on maternity leave, right? And they're only gone for a certain amount of time, but the company doesn't want to hire to replace that person because they're coming back. They just need somebody to fill that position while they're gone. That's where I would get to go in. So my firm would be like, hey, this person's going out. This is the job title. This is the job description. This is how long they need you for. This is the location. Is it hybrid? Is it remote? Is it an office? Blah, blah, blah. So I would go in. It could be the scenario of they were drowning and they just really needed somebody to help catch them back up. I would go in, catch them up for however long they needed. It could be somebody quit and they just need part-time help right now because they don't know if they're going to hire somebody full-time, et cetera, et cetera. So that was the food that I was in and I got called in for a dermatology clinic or a dermatology um, brand, company, whatever. Anyways, so here in the Twin Cities, they do inject, they do Botox, they do filler, and they do all that fun stuff. So they do pretty much everything. It's a med, a medical clinic, medical spa clinic, whatever. Why am I blanking on the fucking name or like explanation of this? Anyways, we're not going to get too hung up on that. 
So I get called in. I had never had Botox. I had never had filler at this point. And I was like, you know what? Like one day I got an email and it was any employee. It was like a employee appreciation. You could get, you could sign up and get free filler and free Botox. And I was like, sign me up, sign me up. So I show up for my appointment and I ended up getting Ristolin the first time. I believe that's how you pronounce it. I don't know for sure. And I got it in my top lip and my bottom lip. And I got just like a sprinkle of Botox. I absolutely loved the Botox because I had extremely, extremely deep forehead lines. I am very, um, my forehead's very strong and I have a large forehead. So like those muscles are extremely strong and they move a lot. And ever since like a teenager, I've always had just really deep lines. And I hated them because it was like even putting on makeup, like when I would start to sweat, you could literally see like the makeup creasing in there. It was just gross. It wasn't my favorite. I loved the Botox, but the Ristolin that they put in my lips, again, I don't know if that's the exact word for it or if I'm pronouncing it properly. It's more of like a water base and I'm not a medical professional by any means. So this is just what my take on it was. I think it's like a a water based formula and my body ate it up right away. So it literally didn't even look like I had anything in there. That was in May of 2020. I think. Okay. Fast forward to November of 2020. I saw somebody post online an injector that one of my girlfriends locally went to. She posted a syringe for $500. It was like a deal, whatever. I go in like two days before Thanksgiving. She put 0.9 in my top lip and I kid you of Juvederm, which Juvederm is like what Kylie Jenner gets. Basically there's multiple levels of Juvederm, but the type that she put in is like very, very thick, very plump, very hard. She put 0.9 in my top lip. And let me just tell you, it felt like the lip itself was going to bust open. It hurt so bad. I remember waking up in the middle of the night crying, begging Raphael to like go get me Advil because it hurt so bad. Anyways, fast forward to January of 2021. No, this would have been 2022. Sorry, I lied. So that was all in 2021, not 2020. January of 2021. And I've told you guys the story on Bleep That Out of how Savannah and I have met. And Savannah and I also in an earlier episode of um, I Think I'm Human Too, we talked about like how we met and this is actually how so Savannah and I were like friends on Instagram before and like you know how you like follow injectors locally because you're like oh I want to see their work I want to see what they do I want to see the people they inject I want to see their work pretty much so I had reached out to Savannah months prior before I had even seen the girl that did like way too much of my top lip and um it just didn't work out and then again I saw like a great deal so I was like oh why would I go to Savannah when I could go to this injector who's going to give me a ton of money off well it's because she fucked up my face but anyways so Savannah DMs me and was like, Hey, I would love to do complimentary Botox on you before your wedding. Cause this is a couple months before my wedding. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give her a try. Like I've seen the work she does. I think it's wonderful. I went in and this is when I would kind of just started my social media journey. I was still working, but I, um, I was growing a lot on social media. So I'm sure she took it as an opportunity of let's start to expand her clientele and then also give me a complimentary service to see if I like her. So I go in, I do the sprinkle of Botox and Savannah and I sat there and immediately leaving there, I was like, I loved her. So I go in for another time, another treatment right before the wedding, like a couple months before the wedding. And she was like, we're going to have to dissolve your top lip. Like I'm, there's no way, like she looked at me dead serious and she was like, you're tell me about your top lip. I had migrated from that woman who did a full syringe in my top lip. I migrated so bad. It was, I have a highlight tab on my Instagram page showing it was, it was literally like, I just had like a big bubble and I thought it was normal. I was like, Oh, whatever. And she was like, no, what happened is when you don't go to a proper injector and stuff like that happens, 
what happened to me is she actually broke my natural barrier of my lip. She put so much product in there that the the natural barrier broke. So unfortunately for the rest of my life, whenever I get filler, I'll most likely start to migrate. It won't be at the extent if we go extremely slow, but that's the, that's the cons of going to somebody getting just a great deal. You have to really go to somebody who is licensed. I prefer to go to a medical injector meaning some states don't have to have, don't need the regulation. So like, say, say if we live in a state that doesn't have any regulations, Savannah could teach me how to inject and I could go inject to people. I would never do that. And I would never see somebody that does that. I prefer to go to an actual nurse, um, somebody who knows the anatomy of the face, knows what's under there, knows the ligaments, knows the muscles, knows what's moving, knows the, the side effects that could come from it. Um, and So when I found Savannah, I quickly learned my lesson. Okay. So we went in, I ended up dissolving my lips. I did not have great lips for my wedding, which is fine. That is what it is. I think we maybe put in just like a teeny bit after the dissolver was out before the wedding. I don't know this many times I've sat in Savannah's chair. It's all a blur, but anyways, so continuing on with Savannah, I've built my lips back up to a a part where I've loved them. Let me just tell you guys about the the stuff that I've had done. So I get Botox in my forehead. I get it in my lines, which they call your 11s, which is kind of like your frown. I do not get it in my crow's feet because I don't really notice my crow's feet and I don't really care too much yet. Um, If one day I start to get fine lines there, then maybe we'll take that up, but I don't know. I do get it in the sides of my nose. I don't know if that's necessarily FDA cleared. I don't remember for sure. Um, And again, I know nothing medically, so I'm just like really bullshitting here, but I get it in the side of my nose to kind of help because I have a witchy nose. Again, that's the whole reason why I'm getting a nose job. I have a witchy nose. So I was kind of hoping that it would help with like the curve when I smile. I get it in my jaw for TMJ at night. I clench so bad and it hurts. You guys, the wasp is on the move. Okay. He's going to the other window. Let's hope he stays there. I get in my jaw. I do get it in my necklines because when you if you can see on camera, when you like smile really hard and you pull your neck back, you can see where like your neck muscles are really working and it kind of quiets that down. Do I get Botox anywhere else? No, that's pretty much it. Oh my goodness. Sorry, y'all. Let's talk about filler. So I have lips done. I have my cheeks done. I love my cheeks. I love cheek filler. And why I'm telling you guys all this is because I want you to know how much I've done. Because when you look at me, I feel like a lot of people don't know that I have this stuff done. So I've gotten my cheeks done. I love cheek filler because my mom and my mom's side of the family has jowls where just naturally, if you think of a triangle, an upside down triangle where like the base of it would sit kind of at your under eye, over time, that triangle kind of starts to flip and your cheeks, like your cheeks start to sag. That's where you start to get that jowly look. And I already had that. Um, and so I wasn't liking the way that that looked and I didn't really realize that if you put in cheek filler, you're supporting that ligament to kind of pull up the bottom of your cheek and it really just like elevates your face. It makes your under eyes look so much brighter. It pulls your eyebrows up. Like I kid you not cheek filler is it. And then it also like pulled your jawline a little bit just because you're like really tightening anyways, or really lifting. I also have had a syringe in my jaw. I didn't really notice much there. But some people have like made comments on my TikToks being like, oh my God, your jaw looks amazing. Thank you. I don't really notice it too, too much. So it must be doing something. Another thing that I've gotten done. Anyways, I have what's called posterior temples done. So they just pull like, they pull a cannula, which is kind of like a, I don't know. I don't know. They put a cannula up there and mind you, none of this hurts. So let me just start there. The only thing that would be sensitive 
like the cheek, they don't do any lidocaine with or anything. And I don't feel it at all. I don't think it hurts. Posterior temple did not hurt. Jawline did not hurt. Lips do hurt, but Savannah mixes hers with lidocaine. So they numb or no, she does dental block. So she'll go in and she'll just do like a prick of, they basically just completely numb your lips and you're good to go. So I don't feel any of it all. But again, that's if like, that's if you're going to an actual professional who is licensed to do dental block. Um, posterior temple's done. I don't know if that's where I was, but sorry, the wasps ruined that story for you. What else have I had done? I have had PRP, which is basically where they take out, they draw your blood and then they go spin it. Um, I think it's called plasma or something. like. I don't remember what exactly it's called. They spin it and then they put it under your eyes to um, rejuvenate like the under eye, your dark circles under your eyes. I've posted all this, you guys. So if you want to go look at before and afters, that shit worked. That thing, that was phenomenal. And they say you need about two to three treatments before you really notice like really good results. And I noticed great results after the first time. What else? Oh, and then the last thing that I've had done to my face is my, it's called Kybella. So Kybella is a fat burner and they put it under my double chin. So you're really like a, a frog for like a couple days. You literally have like this gullet and then after a couple days it like goes away so basically under my understanding again not a medical professional under my understanding it goes in and it starts to break up those fat cells and that's why you get really freaking big and then it takes like up to eight weeks to fully start dissolving I have not posted that I've gotten that online yet due to the fact that when I got it done I wanted for it to be a full before and after result I didn't want to be like oh yeah now you got to wait eight weeks for the results well then I forgot so most of the time I forget I even had Kybella but um, yeah, I absolutely loved that. I got rid of my double chin. Under my understanding, your fat cells can't come back. I don't know though. So again, I wanted to talk about this because I think there's such a stigma around you're going to look fucked up or you're going to be like, oh my God, you can tell she's had work done. If you go to the right provider, that's a huge thing. And also you go at a slow pace. You don't need to buy a full syringe right away start with a half um, or talk to your provider about like, what do you think I need? You can build slowly. I have had such minor tweaks over such a good amount of time where a lot of people don't even know I've had cheek, I've had jaw, I've had posterior temple, I've had double chin. Like people don't even know that. And again, I've spoken about it, but like if you were to see me online a year ago versus today, like those photos are drastic. Also, when you get T, um, when you get Botox in your jaw for TMJ, that really calms down that muscle. So when you think about how much you work a muscle, think like you're trying to grow your butt, right? You work out your muscle, you work out your muscle, your butt gets bigger. Your jaw, if you're constantly grinding, you're really, really strong jawed, that muscle is going to get really big too. So that's where you start to look, you look puffier, you look you just got like a really wide jaw. My face slimmed down so much just alone by getting Botox in my jaw. Granted, it's more expensive because you have to put so much, so many units right there. Um, but it lasts way longer because you're putting so many units. Also, if you have really bad TMJ, most dentists are able, um, to inject, I believe, I don't know for sure, but I know my dentist is able to inject. I would not go to her again, because I care more about, I care about the medical and the cosmetic. If I just was like, I just don't give a shit, like just get the TMJ to stop. Sure. I wouldn't care who I went to, but I'm like, no, I'm on camera all day. Like I care what I look like. Not saying a dentist would fuck it up, but I never know. So I want to go to someone who specializes in it. Anyways, I cannot see either of these wasps right now and I'm having a minor panic attack. It's fine. I'm just going to pretend that all is well in the world. I have been seeing seed symbiotic DS01 
everywhere and I figured it was time to try it out because you guys know I love anything and everything gut health. Gut health does not just affect your digestive system. I don't understand. I don't think people understand how much it affects like your overall health and not only that, but like your skin, your readiness for the day. I just love when my gut is in line, I'm in line. When I'm in line, life is in line. So Seed is sharing a code with human two listeners and I'm super excited for you guys to try them out. You are going to get 25% off to see if you like them just as much as I do. Trust your gut with Seed's DS01 daily symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash human two. That's all one word and use code 25 human two to get 25% off your first month. So that's two five human two all one word. That's 25% off your first month of Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash human2 with code 25human2. So I always like to be open and honest about what I get done because, again, I think a lot of people are like, oh, she's just beautiful or she's pretty. And I get that comment. People Like when I don't have makeup on, people are like, how are you so naturally pretty? And I'm like, fillers and Botox. Like... I'm going to be so fucking real with you guys. My skin looks like I have perfect skin sometimes because I have like when my fresh Botox, they call it the Botox glow. A few weeks after you get your first or like your new, like your set of Botox, your skin is like perfect, literally perfect. I'll be like, why do I look so good? I'm like, oh yeah, it's because I just got poked with a bunch of needles. Again, I just want to be honest with you guys about like things that I've gotten done because this is not what I naturally looked like. If you were to see an old photo of me, I had no lips. I had really big cheeks. My eyes were really dark, like dark under and really small. The more that we've like kind of been able to lift my brows, I look like I have bigger, larger eyes. I just, I don't know. I'm pro doing things if you can. Again, I know it is very expensive and it's not at the fingertips of absolutely everybody. It is a luxury service, but if you had the opportunity to change what you wanted to change, you can. And it's all subjective. Everyone's money spending is subjective. I just posted a video a couple days ago. Now at this point when this video comes out or when this podcast comes out, it'll be weeks in advance, but or behind. I posted a video of like Lululemon. I'm not a Lululemon fan. It's not that their product isn't fine. Like their stuff is cute. I love it. Like it's not like I'm sitting here saying like Lululemon sucks. But I'm like, I just don't see the point in spending that money. But there's some people out there that are in a line leggings, a scuba hoodie, a and their outfit costs 500 bucks. And I'm sitting here like in a designer bag. I'm like, you're literally carrying more than I have done in my face. So it's like, it's all subjective to what you want to spend your money on. There's people that smoke cigarettes, but then are like, how do you, how do you have all this money to go out to eat every month? Well, you have a different habit than I do. You have a different money pit hole. Like it just, it's all subjective to your life, to your priorities. Um, and being on camera all day, every day, I, I like the way that I look now. I feel more confident in front of the camera. I feel more confident without makeup. I just feel better in my skin getting done the things that I've had done. So I'm pro doing whatever the hell you choose. Going into nose talk and like just cosmetic surgery in general. So I am not going in just for a rhinoplasty. So a rhinoplasty is just your cosmetic nose job. I'm going in for what's called a rhinosepto. So a septoplasty is you have like your inside of your nose is is a medical need. So I cannot breathe out of one of the sides of my nose. I have a deviated septum. And like right now, currently when I'm talking, I hear an echo in my left ear because that side of my nose is so swollen and deviated that it's actually caused sinus pressure all the time. Like I get sinus infections literally every year, multiple times a year. And then during allergy season, which is right now, my whole left side of my face, like I can feel it through the side of my nose 
down through the sinus and into my ear. It's a constant echo. So every single thing that I say, it's literally on repeat in my head. So it's not fun. I don't love it. But medically, I was able to get some of the the surgery um, to be taken care of because, well, insurance covers medical stuff. So let me not even lie to you, though. If my nose was 110% perfectly medically fine, I would still be getting a rhinoplasty because when you look from the left side of my face, I don't, it's not my, I don't hate it. Like it's not that bad, but the right side is where I'm like, it is, I'm not a fan of it. If you're watching on YouTube, you're able to see it. But so I have a divot here at like between the top, like at the very top of my nose, between my eyes, I have a divot where like, it's a good chunk of bone. That's pretty much just like never there. I just have a very uneven nose. And then I also have my dad's German nose, which is very large. It's very um, pointy and it's just a large honker. But again, when I started telling, when I was talking to you guys about Botox, I have those muscles that pull so tight and I just have a very expressionative face. So I think over time I've started to just like, I don't know, I just have a crooked nose. I have a very motion filled nose. It just witches. Like when I smile, when I like crinkle my nose up, it's just like a constant witch and I don't like it. Also, one of the problems that I don't like is that it's crooked. I don't know if I was injured as a kid. I don't know if it just naturally fell that way. I don't know. So what they're going to do is they're going to fill the top where the bone is kind of missing at the very tip. They'll put a, they'll put a cartilage graft in there, I believe, or a bone graft. I don't remember what he said. They're going to shave down the top of my nose. Not much. And when I tell you guys, like, I don't hate my nose with a burning passion to being like, oh my God, like I, clearly I still do social media. I'm still on camera all day, every day. Like it's not such an insecurity where it, over, it consumes me, but it's enough for me to just not like it and want to do something about it. So he's going to shave down the top. He's going to shave down the side where it's crooked because there's like a bump on that side that's making the bottom of the nose kind of go crooked. And then at the very tip of my nose, I have cartilage where most people have cartilage. And like, if you have a button nose, that's like all like really nice cartilage there. But mine, I'm missing like cartilage down the middle. So I have like a fine line. And that's what he said is actually what's making my witchy from the side is because I don't have that cartilage to support when my muscles do pull my nose back when I'm smiling and or make like scrunching my nose up. So most people, if you scrunch, you have cartilage sitting at the bottom of your nose that's kind of stabilizing the nose to make it not pull back. Mine does not have that. I have, again, like I said, that fine line there. So I'm kind of eager. I'm excited. They say I'm really nervous. Let me just be completely real with you guys. I'm very anxious because it's your face. And I do get nervous about like, what if he fucks it up? And I wish I had my old nose back. I will never be able to get my old nose back. So let's start there. Two, I'm the only child of all four of my dad's kids that has the exact nose as my dad. Now that he's passed, I think that's kind of sad. I'm like, damn, like it's like the one physical feature on my body that like you can tell I'm my dad's kid. I don't know. Um, so I'm kind of sad. Raphael just texted me. God works in mysterious ways. I'll tell you when I get there. Um, weird. Anyways, so I'm excited to see that or hear from him. But anyways, so I don't know that just kind of makes me feel a little bit sad because my dad's gone and I'm really the only one that I don't know. It's just like my only one big, big physical feature where people are like, yes, you are your father's child. But at the end of the day, I've wanted a nose job forever. This is not people online that have bullied me like Ever since I was in middle school, like I've known I hated my nose. And also on my mom's side, my mom and all her brothers have the most perfect fucking petite, beautiful noses for their faces. And it makes me want to punch them in their face. But my mom's mom had that same witch nose. So like my dad and my grandmother, my maternal grandmother, um, 
they, I get both of their noses. So like from the side, from my right profile, I look a lot like my grandmother and, uh, not that she was an ugly woman, but I just was not fond of her nose. Um, so I don't know. I just have always hated it ever since I was a young child. And I was like, I don't know. I finally just was like, you know what? It's time to bite the bullet. I, if I ever say one day I'm no longer in social media and I go back to a corporate job and I'm back in accounting and PTO is a real thing. I'm like taking time off for a surgery and a recovery is a lot of work and it's a lot of effort. Um, it's a lot of money that you lose out on. It's a lot of PTO that you burn up. So I'm really wanting to get it done while I have the time. Who knows what my future looks like? Who knows if one day we have a child and then I'm pregnant or I have a baby and then I have a two-year-old and it's like, I can't take time off from that. Like kids are real life. Like they need your time and attention all day, every day. So I'm like right now, while I'm having the flexibility to do this, I want to get it done. Um, So I'm excited. I'll get the surgery. I'm probably going to stay at Savannah's for the first few nights just because Hattie, our German short hair pointer, she is a wee little crazy and she's a jumper. So, um, and she's like, if you've ever had a German short hair pointer, if you know any of them, they don't care about personal space. They're like personal space. Let me get closer. Oh, too close. Okay. Let me come closer. Um, and they're just so hyper. So I don't want to risk her hitting my face and or just sleeping with her. She loves to cuddle me. Like she she is literally like a Velcro dog at night. Like we spoon. Me and Hattie are like full on spooning every night. And then Ebby sleeps between my legs and whatever. You guys don't give a shit. But I just don't want to risk anything, um, especially with it being so fresh and so new. Also, Savannah is also a medical professional who is going to know what if I need anything, what how to help with swelling, bruising, elevation, sleep, um, medications, all that fun stuff. Because I'm not really big into, like they prescribe you normally like painkillers afterwards. I'm not big into it. When I got my breast reduction, um, they were putting me on like trigger warning. I'm talking about like, um, what's it called? What are these words? Like narcotic, is it a narcotic? Anyways, um, they were prescribing me two oxycotons, oxycodones every four hours. I weighed 140 pounds at the surgery time. And I was like, you're fucking kidding me. I got out of surgery. They, I ended up cutting one oxy in fours and I took a quarter of it. And that shit put me out for hours. I literally would go to sleep like off of a quarter and they were wanting me to take two. So I'm not big fans of that. I'm wondering if they're going to have, if I'm going to run into that with um, my nose job. So again, I'm just really not a fan of that. So I'm, I'm really excited to have Savannah be able to take care of me because She just knows like she'll know what Advil or Tylenol or even like a vitamin that might be able to help me just so I can kind of stay the most natural route possible just because that's my own body's choice. That's my own physical choice. It's my own mental choice. And that's what I'm choosing to do. So what else? Oh, let's talk about breast reduction. That was um, that's my only other surgery I've ever had. That was medical. So I went in at like 19 years old, 20 years old. I went in on a Friday and I got a cover like I went in and I was like, hey, like. I've been really considering getting a breast reduction. My back's on fire. I hate the way I look. They're so big. They're so large. They're so heavy. Um, they hurt my back. The way things fit, like I can, I, when I was sleeping, cause I'm a stomach sleeper, my chest was so large that like my collarbones literally felt like I was, fr- they were fractured every morning when I woke up. That's how bad they hurt. And so when I went in, the doctor, like the nurse came in, they asked me all these questions and the doctor came in, they put me in a gown. I literally opened my gown and within like, I kid you not, five seconds, the doctor's like, oh yeah, you can close up. Like insurance is not going to deny you at all. So they were like, it'll take about three weeks for insurance to come back and to answer us. Then we'll get you scheduled for surgery. That was on a Friday. By Monday, 
they had already responded and said 100% covered. I think I paid like $190 out of pocket for anesthesia fees. And then that Monday, they scheduled me for like a week later. I, th- I think I was literally on surgery like a week later. Um, so those are really the only cosmetic. And again, it was 100% covered. They took about four pounds each side. So they took just over eight pounds of breast fat. And they're, they're, when you get a breast reduction, so they go like underneath and then they cut up your nipple and they like reshape your nipple because obviously if you have a very large bibe, um, your nipple kind of grows with it. So when they're, when you're condensing your nip, uh, or when they condense your, your boob, they're going to condense your nipple. So really when you woke up from that, um, and that's the other thing they, they cut out from the bottom, like I said, but they take out like your milk tissues. So they say like your one downside is that you might not be able to, um, what is it called? Breastfeed. And I was like, okay, like formula all the way, baby. So there's something again, controversial, but I was like at 19, 20 years old, I was not thinking about breastfeeding a child or formula. I did not give a shit. I was like, cut these titties off and get, let me go. Um, and that was actually one of the easiest, um, well, the easiest recovery I've had. Cause it was the only surgery I've had. I was hurt. I was hearing mixed stories about people saying like the recovery on it's horrible. And I was like, no, I was like mine literally within two days. I was like, Gucci gang. I literally felt totally fine. I I don't know. So I didn't mind it at all. What else? Really? That's all. I think that's all. I've, that's all. That's all I've had done, y'all. Let's talk about, I know that like the beauty standard today is so different than what it used to be. Like the more naturally pretty you were, like nothing done, you were beautiful back in the day. Like obviously like if you've had nothing done and you're like naturally gorgeous, obviously you're just naturally gorgeous. But there are ways to amplify and enhance your natural beauty again so many people don't even know what I have done and I just listed like an entire fucking set of things that I've had done and people are probably like I didn't there's probably listeners or viewers out there that are like I never knew that well here you go now you know um I appreciate people who think I'm naturally pretty that's so nice that's so kind but that ain't the truth um well I'm naturally like everyone's naturally beautiful in their own ways right but so but like when I look back at what I used to look like, I was like, whoa, I used to think I was gorgeous. And now I'm like, babes, we could have, we could have definitely helped a lot of things. And we did help a lot of things. I say, if you want to have it done, my mom's even come to me and is like, I'm at the point where I want a tummy tuck. She's like, I want a mommy makeover. Like I want to get rid of like the, the mom belly that I've had my whole life. It's just, she's she started having kids in her twenties and she's just got a mom belly. I think go for it, do it. If that's what you want to do and that's what makes you happy, you're the one that has to live with yourself. You're the one that has to look in the mirror each and every single day. I do think the hardest part about getting any work done is again, the cost and then finding a reputable, trusted surgeon, injector, whatever the case may be. Do your fucking research, you guys. I'm a little anxious because the doctor that I'm seeing isn't one that I originally was choosing because the original people that I chose, I picked two different doctors, but they were on a different coast. They were on the East coast. One was in New York and then one's in Virginia. And I was like, the only thing that scares me about that is one, those, those surgeries were $30,000 plus for just a nose job. And then, um, you have to travel out there and then you got to fly home. And I was really nervous about that. So I found a doctor here. One of my girlfriends out here actually had just gone to him. And I was like, holy shit, your nose looks so good. And I was like, who did you go see? And he, she was like, yeah, he's just like a normal ENT, but like he's fucking good. And I was like, okay, love that. So that's kind of why I went with him. I am a little anxious just because he's not 100% a cosmetic surgeon. He's more like he cares a lot about the medical, which is great. Like I'm excited to be able to breathe, but I'm also like, oh, I'm a little anxious. But other than that, I'm very excited. I just, I know so many people that get like so much stuff done. Think about it. If you get braces, 
that's fixing your cosmetics. I've never had braces, but there's so many people out there that are like, oh, why would you do that? And I'm like, well, have you had braces? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, well, why would you do that? Like, why, why'd you do that? Well, my teeth weren't straight. Well, why'd you care? Like I could see people that are like, oh yeah, that my jaw was really fucked up or it hurt really bad. And like, I had to get braces to realign it. And it just happened that like my teeth got fixed at the same time. But most people get braces to fix their teeth because they just don't want crooked teeth. And I'm sitting here like, but you're the one judging people that get a nose job or you're the one judging people getting Botox and filler. And it's like, why? Like you, you, it just doesn't make sense to me. I'm a huge advocate for doing what you want, doing what's best for you, what you believe in. Like just let people live their best fucking lives just as much as I let you live your best life. Um, I kind of wanted to just touch on that. I do not think there's anything wrong with getting anything done. That's just my personal opinion. I also love people that are like, no, I love being natural. I love not doing anything. I'm like, first of all, your bank account probably really appreciates you. And second of all, great. Like I love your confidence. I don't have that com. I didn't have that confidence. And now I get to have that confidence because I did get work done. So it's like, just who cares? Just live your best life. Do what you and your God want you to do for your body. And I just, I love that. So we're all human. We all are on this planet to make our own choices. As long as your intentions are pure and, um, you ain't out there murdering people like do your thing, sis. Well, not just murder. Like if you're committing, never mind. Okay. Oh my God. Anyways, I'm too literal sometimes. So I want to wrap up this episode as of right now. This is my before. I will definitely be posting the entire process on Instagram and TikTok. Um, just walking through all the ups, the downs, the recovery process, um, all that fun stuff. So by the time this releases, that stuff will already have been out. So go ahead and check out my social medias, give a follow there. Um, and then this coming weekend, I will post a questionnaire of anything that you guys might want to know. I might have Savannah on, on, I think I'm human too, to answer some of it. It depends on the questions that I get in. If it's stuff that I can answer on my own, I will. And if it's stuff that maybe we would be beneficial to have, um, a medical also cosmetic injector with us to answer, that would be great. And she's also had a ton of surgeries done too. So, and she's very open and very honest about absolutely every procedure, every surgery she's done. She's had lipo. She's had She's had a ton of stuff. She's had a reduction. She's had an augmentation, all that fun stuff. So if you want to even check out her page to see some before and afters, she shares literally everything. So that is all for this week. I am hopefully recovering well. I mean, I'm going to manifest this. My nose is going to look fire. It saved me way more money than it would have if I went to New York or Virginia. And it's going to be an easy breezy recovery and it's going to be beautiful. And I'm going to be so excited. I'm going to love it. And we're all going to come back and be like, dang girl, your nose really was that bad. I didn't think it was that bad, but it was that bad. That's what I'm manifesting. I love you all. Thanks for listening. And if you have any questions, head over to human Juice Instagram and I'll see you next week.